Welcome to another episode of Pro-Am Disc Golf. I'm Gavin Goodwin. And I'm Chris Telesbo. And I'm your amateur. And I'm your professional. And uh, we really appreciate you guys coming back. So this uh, week we're going to get right into some emails. And the first one is from friend of the show, Hunter. Uh, hey, you guys mentioned that you might need her. Okay. Now he was just saying he wants to help with the podcast. Um, we, we would love your help, Hunter. I just don't know how yet. But when we figure out what we could use help with, you will definitely be our go-to guy. So um, thank you, thank you, thank you. And anybody else that's interested, uh, as soon as we need some help, well, I don't know. If you guys can think of something that you want to do for us, great. Um, but until then, when we need some help, we will definitely reach out to to those of you that have said that you're happy to help. So, yeah. okay, here's awesome. Uh, it's more of a suggestion than a question. Uh, fun round idea. You both pick one disc for the other to throw, and that is the only disc they can use the whole round. Drives, upshots, putts, the whole game, one disc chosen by your opponent. Thanks, Hunter. And uh, this is kind of going to dovetail a little bit with what Chris and I just did. We actually just finished nine holes at our little U of U course here, University of Utah. And uh, based on kind of a modified suggestion that we got from another listener in a different forum, uh, he suggested that we get what are the Franklin Franklin discs. Yep. So Franklin yeah. is you guys know Franklin, like they make cheap footballs and basketballs and baseballs and everything else. They make cheap disc golf discs. And apparently it's a terrible three pack that I've never actually held or played with. Chris has, you've held them. Yeah. They're difficult. Yeah. So we didn't have those, but I did have the set that came with my, uh, basket that my wife bought me on Amazon for Christmas this year, which was like a $70 instep brand basket that I, it works great in my backyard. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't, be one that you'd want to, you know, install in a course, but awesome for, for just backyard putting. Yeah. Uh, so I thought, Oh, these are crappy discs. They're probably the same thing. And I thought this is going to be really good. I'm going to take Chris out and I'm going to have my whole bag and he's going to have those. And, uh, we get up to the T on hole one. Chris says, can I do some warm up shots? She said, sure. And, uh, my, my optimism about maybe beating Chris for a round, uh, dropped immediately. Uh, what happened, Chris? Um, so two of the three. I So it's a, a driver, a mid-range, and a putter. Yeah. The putter was a Pluto. I think so. And then Saturn, mid-range, and... Merc- no, the no, Mercury Mer- putter. Mercury. Pluto driver, yeah. Saturn, mid-range. Yeah. So assuming they were like most you know cheaper, not disc manufacturer discs, uh, I threw the first driver and mid-range... As I guessed, they were super understable. Well, they're they're the exact same disc, just with a different stamp on them. I they're very very yeah. close. Um, not quite like Franklin's. Like these will fly if you throw soft, um, but still would have been very hard to play with. So I got lucky and threw the uh, the Pluto a lot. Well, but even with the other ones, you were throwing them on a flex shot, and you were getting them to do what you wanted to do. So mm-hmm. this is the course that I play the most, and uh, Chris just mopped it with me with with three of what I thought would be the worst discs that he's ever thrown. Yeah. And honestly, the hardest part was getting the putter to stay in. We have old, I think. Oh my gosh. That was so funny. I yeah. think they're old, old Mach fives. Are they Mach fives or Mach threes? I think they were fives like 15 years ago. Okay. Which are now like a Mach two. Okay. So not great at catching. And this putter no. is like stiff as this table. And, and it's like cheap plastic. It's not anything you'd ever, mm-hmm. you know, it's just cheap plastic. But it's very slick on the the top mm-hmm. plate's very slick. So few chains, slick, stiff putter. I put kind of hard, even when I didn't. I 
found the pole and it went straight out. No, Chris had a drop in that bounced out. Yeah. Like literally like three foot out and it spit out. Yep. I threw it soft into the bottom and it bounced back out. So getting, you know, I'll say cheap discs to fly is one thing. Getting them to stay in a basket is a completely another thing. Yeah. That was really funny. It it was not funny. It was miserable. No. Well, I thought it was funny. I kind of did too. But it was saddening. Well, you just started putting with the other discs, right? Like when you were, because you you started throwing the putter because it was the uh-huh. only thing that I, it was actually really stable. Like it went pretty straight for you. Yeah, it, was, it flew kind of like a like a Marshall with zero glide. Yeah. So it goes straight and then it just falls, just drops straight. Um, so it was kind of fun to throw. Yeah, and then you were putting with the driver in the mid range. Yeah, but they all just didn't yeah. go in. So, but uh, I think maybe we do need to get those Franklin discs and if and anybody and has see. some. Uh, they're 10 bucks at Walmart. I'll pick some up. Okay. I looked. <laughs> <laughs> did your research. I like it. I did my research. Um, but I do like, so th- that was a, a suggestion actually from Jacob Bush, who's, who's another listener to the show. Um, but I like Hunter's suggestion of the one disc round. Um, mm. And I'm going to add a little bit of a caveat to that. Okay. That the disc can be a disc that that's either in your collection now or something that you throw that, you know, you, but you, maybe you don't have it. Does that make sense? So something that don't, don't go and like buy a disc that's that you've never had before. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's... don't, don't go get the turbo putt or whatever that like crazy thing is. Have you, seen the turbo putt? Yeah. have you seen those? Have you ever played with them? Yeah. I've turbo putted with them oh, okay. when I was learning how to play. I guess they're out of production and getting kind of a little bit pricier now, Oh, okay. but they, they're cool. It makes it's got like a spiral in the yeah. bottom. Yep. So your thumb always has somewhere comfortable. Oh, is that what it's for? I think so. So yeah. no matter where you put your thumb, there's a distance of that. In the rim is in like the a bottom. gear, like sprockets. Yep. It's like finger. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's a sanctioned disc, but I don't think so. But it's old enough that it could be. Yeah, I don't know. Like the Epic. Huh. The Epic wouldn't get approved now. No, probably. But not. it did when it came out. Um. So maybe. So. Uh, but, you know, Chris was pretty confident that this would be his advantage, and it probably will be. But I've got a pretty squirrely, strange disc that I'm uh, thinking might be might be the right. Okay, so PDGA approved. Okay. And something that uh, is either in your collection or would be otherwise. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, so, I can't go find something funky. Yeah. Like, don't go get, like, a, you know... Oh geez, I'm thinking of some funky discs that I've got right now. Right, I'm sure yeah. I have. I have so many. I can find something. I mean, I could just bring like a Justice and watch you fight a Justice for an hour. <laughs> I could bring a Ballista Pro and watch me fight that too. <laughs> oh, I know what I'm gonna do. Should we say it? Maybe. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. What are you gonna do? River Pro. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, I, you know what? I think you're good enough that you could throw it. My now. game is so much better that I might be okay with that, but I did hate that disc. But I think it's funny. That is funny. I'm I'm torn between my 154 Tesla. Ooh, nice. My uh, 134 Roadrunner, Starlight oh, no. Roadrunner. Not that one. Or I can't remember the weight on this, but it's a, it's an ultralight Zephyr. Oh. Oh, I have a better one then. I'm gonna bring you my like 110 Condor. Oh, that's it. There we go. We'll do super light, super light, super class, super class. 
What a gr- I'm so glad this happened. Yeah, I've got a condor, but it's in regular weight. Yeah, it's not mine's not even blizzard, but it's like 110 or 130 or it's super light. Wow. Fun to Okay. Throw. All right, let's shake on it. Deal. We just shook hands. It's happening. Uh, the U is probably the right place to do those goofy rounds too because it's just nine holes and quick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We don't have to endure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not one to like go to, you know, a long 18 hole. Yeah. Uh, all right. I like that. If anybody else has got crazy suggestions, we'll take them because that's fun. Yeah. I, I like keeping this game interesting. We should do a super class round. Well, we are. Yeah. Condor Ziffer. I love that. I've, I've bought those discs and I don't ever play with them because they don't fit in my bag. Yeah, they're kind of awkward. Yeah. You got to put the big ones up in the top pockets. Oh, I guess that might work. Because there are two there. So you can do putters and then the big one. Yeah. Because I carried a bite for a while. It's is that a, it's oh, a dog disc. Is that PDG approved? Yes. Huh. It Yes. Yeah. And it flies almost like an ultimate. Is it a super super class disc? Almost. Okay. Almost. But it's got like the super weird profile and it's, oh. yeah. It's huh. a dog disc, but they, fl- they fly really well. Was it like a upshot disc or? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it it's. It flies like an ultimate, so you pop it up and it just kind of drifts one way for a while. Okay. But it's very point and shoot, and they're a lot of fun. Nice. So That'll be a fun even run. if you don't have a dog, check out the bite by Latitude. They're fun. All right. There we go. Uh, I like that. And if you do have a dog, they're pretty resilient. And if you have a little dog, they have bite puppy. So it's a little bit smaller for your little dog I guess friends. that's the whole point of it, right, is that it resists Yeah, dogs can marks. catch it. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about that. Uh, oh, I remember what I was going to say. I watched uh, Ken. Is it Climo or Climo? Climo. I say Climo. I think he said Climo because I just watched his In the Bag. That's I don't know how old. I would say what, 95? <laughs> no, it was more recent than that. Okay. Okay. Because, uh, well. I don't, I've never seen a Ken in the Bag. I, I hadn't either. That's what popped up on YouTube. I was like, oh, I got to watch this. Nice. Uh, the crazy thing is he had like a duffel style bag, you know, like an old school mm-hmm. bag. So um, it's a little bit older. But he had a. Uh, um, you know, went through his putters, which are his aviators. Mm-hmm. It, well, it's so funny, too, because he's like, there's a Casey three-time aviator. It's a Casey eight-time aviator. It's Casey, yeah. you know. All of the aviators. Yeah. He has three through 12-time. Yeah. And they were so beat up. Like, these are the raddiest-looking discs you'd ever seen, and it's one of the best players ever. Yep. <laughs> they're, they're in his bag. Yep. Um, but then he gets to, he's like, I got these two specialty discs, and he has them, like, sandwiched together, and he pulls them out. And it's a Condor okay. that he uses sometimes for utility shots, but also he says to kind of warm up before the round just playing catch with. Nice. Um, and then the other one, I can't remember what it was, but it was kind of a weird, like, domey top, like, just a funky disc that's not a traditional uh-huh. platform. And he would nest that inside of his Condor oh, and protect nice. that disc. Nice. So And he had the double-style bag, so the Condor kind of fit in. A little bit better. But uh, it was it was weird to see... It had to have been in the 2000s, but it might be 10 years old or more. Yeah, that's like, cool. Yeah, it was a... I don't know anybody who throws condors competitively. I don't know either. Locally, we have a couple guys who are really good with them. Huh. But outside of that, I haven't seen one ever. Yeah, I've never I've never seen anybody on the run in a, using them. Yeah. But I've seen people use ultimate discs and whatever else, but or just like the free frisbee that you got for signing up for a checking account. But. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> So glad those are I, not approved. I gave that girl another disc. Good. Good. Um, if those were approved, that would destroy me. Those are. For a one disc. Well, and it was like, I mean, I, this thing was probably 95 grams. It was just, it would just go <laughs> just way off to the right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I think we got Hunter's question done. Okay. Next one. Uh, this is from Daniel Smith. And I think this is a question probably more suited to me, but do you want to read that, Chris? Sure. <laughs> 
Uh, loves the show. Thank you. I do too. Um, listens to work back and forth. Great. Awesome. Okay. Question. I'm currently throwing a forehand driver about 400 feet on a flex line. He does say this is probably more for Chris, but I'm, I'm going to say he meant Gavin there. <laughs> okay. Well, from the beginning, I have a question, probably more for Chris. I'm currently throwing a forehand driver about 400 feet on a flex line. However, my backhand drives, I'm only getting about 360 on a flex line. Everyone I talk to or play with says this is odd since I get the disc nose down with a full flight. Do you think this is a form issue with my backhand or an arm speed issue? If you're ever up in Washington, let me know and we'll play around. Deal, Dan. Yeah, deal. for sure. I need to go to Washington. So, yeah. More excuses. I don't to think go. I've ever been to Washington other than like flying in and then driving to northern Idaho. I think that's the only time I've ever been nice. to Washington. I've so. driven through. I haven't spent time. Yeah. I always get stuck in Oregon. I never make it up to Washington. I've never been to Oregon either. Oh. I know. You're missing out on the Northwest. I know. I got to get up there. All right. So, so Gavin, do you have an opinion? Yes, I do. Uh, stop throwing forehand. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just get some understable drivers and stop throwing forehand. No, uh, I'm going to go ahead and defer to Chris on this one, but I think he's probably right that it's, it sounds like it's probably a form issue. Something's going on there that, but it's a 40 foot difference, right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know, maybe just not getting as so much speed out of his backhand as he is on his, or his forehand as out as his backhand. That's yeah. probably my guess. Yeah. That's, that's a very good place to start. Um, and where that comes from is super hard to say. If you want to like send a video of your yeah. backhand, I can help you with it. Um, but getting 400 plus on a sidearm is pretty good. Not very many people can do that. Uh, he's getting, th- oh yeah, getting over 400 on a sidearm. Yeah. yeah. Cause he's at 360 right now. Backhand. 400, uh, 400 sidearm, 360. Backhand. Oh. So he's curious why he throws forehand farther than backhand. Oh uh, yeah. He's probably just getting more speed off the flick. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so 400 foot sidearm is good. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, if you're confident in it, there's no problem being forehand dominant player. I mean, Sarah Hokum is one of the best women in the game and she throws 95 plus percent sidearm. So do what works for you. Um, but as far as getting more distance, uh, that's just, you have more disc speed forehand. Um, that's probably just due to flicking off your finger, just mm -hmm. that extra spin. Yeah. I'm guessing you might have like a baseball background or something and sidearm is just more natural or intuitive and the backhand form is kind of weird. And it takes some commitment, I guess, to get into that top tier distance. It's not just get. I've never seen anybody throw over 400 feet naturally. Yeah. Like you have to play for a while. You have to kind of develop it. So 360 is still, I mean, respectable distance. Yeah. Um, I mean, that puts you in circle two on most holes. Yeah. Just around here. Yeah. That's, that's a good throw. Um, but I don't, I don't know if it's a form issue. Um, it's definitely arm speed. I can't tell you where that's coming from without seeing how you throw. But yeah, if you want to submit a video to Instagram and tag me in it or tag the podcast in it, um, I can give you what feedback I see on it. Yeah. But other than that, you throw faster sidearm in the backhand is my. Um, and I, I think the video is probably the best thing if you want specific feedback. Yeah. But would you recommend that maybe he just starts just throwing backhand for a while, like just kind of drops his, his sidearm for a while. If he wants to improve his backhand, if he doesn't want to be forearm dominant, forehand dominant, um, don't drop your sidearm ever. Not, um, sorry, not drop, yeah, but just like but kind focused, of set it aside and yeah. just, you know, go out and maybe do some field work and just throw backhand. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I, I wish there was a quick way to pick up distance, but there, I haven't found it. If I've, if there was, and I, then that would be great because it's been a long and arduous process for me to get to the minimal distance I have. Yeah. yeah. So 
if you want more backhand distance, go to a field, film yourself, l- look at your form, compare it to any instructional form critique or submit it to Disc Golf Answer Man or Danny Lindahl or anywhere and start making the little changes. You just have to commit. It's going to feel terrible. You're going to throw all over the place, high in the air, in the ground, and just it's going to be ugly. But by making the little changes, you can get more arm speed into the disc, which will result in more distance eventually. It took me two or three months of dropping old throw, picking up a new form before I could throw confidently again. And I did it over the winter when it didn't hurt me at all. So if you need more backhand distance, it's probably something in your form that you can fix. Yeah. Or change. It's not even a yeah. fix because we all throw differently. But like Chris said, don't don't worry about just being a, a backhand or a forehand player. That's Yeah. I, I would love to have a, a better forehand than I do. I would love to have a four hundred foot sidearm. Yeah. I top out at like three forty. Yeah. So you you got me beat both ways there. No, that's yeah, that would that would be pretty impressive. So mm-hmm. but yeah, my guess is it's just speed. But where it's getting lost on the backhand, I don't know. Yeah. So okay. Uh well thanks, Dan. Yeah. Um next last question for this week uh is from Dean Lyonsby? Lizenby? Lizenby. Dean. Dean. I think it's Lizenby. Probably. But if it was Lionsby, that'd be kind of rad. Um Yeah, I don't need to get into Utah history on that one and why the Lion House. Let's go with happen. Dean. Yeah, Dean. We'll just call him Dean. <laughs> um as a history major, so I can get lost in the weeds on some subjects. All right, Chris and Gavin, I know you guys are going to be there, and I have a suggestion for you. Yeah. Well, I know you guys are going to be there. I'm confused. What does he mean by that? The subject is Trilogy Challenge at Roots. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> probably that. Probably need to read the subject line of an email. It's I just like, have gotten so used to skipping part. past those. It's a big bold part at the top. Yeah. Okay. I know you guys it's are usually, going to be It's there. usually the subject of the email. And I, I will be there... Uh, I may be there. I may not. Um, it's my son's birthday, and uh, I may not be there, but I'll be there. Yes, Chris will definitely be. He's running it. So, yeah, uh, yeah. rain or shine, Chris will be there. All right, I know you guys are going to be there, and I have a suggestion for you. If you guys have the funds or time, you guys should get some program, Pro-Am Disc Golf swag. I know I would rock and support you guys, even Aww. if it's something to think about moving forward. Love listening to you guys, and I'm excited every time you release a new podcast. Have a great day and future rounds, fellas. Dean. That was so sweet. That's awesome. Do you know Dean? I don't. Is he a local guy? I mean, it I'm assuming like he's it. a local guy. Yeah. Uh, if he's not, that's rad. If he's traveling in for that. Um, thank you so much, Dean. We really appreciate that. Uh, we are working on getting some some swag up. I don't know that we'll have anything ready to sell on the 28th of July at the Trilogy Challenge. Um, likely not. Maybe. But maybe. Maybe. Um, but we'll work on getting some stuff out. Uh, we're... we're most likely going to have some discs and minis um, and due to um, where our connections lie, they will be trilogy discs most mm-hmm. likely, probably dynamic more likely than anything. Uh, and that's mostly due to the fact that Chris is sponsored by dynamic. So that has a part of it. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's where we'll start. And um, if you're, you know, maybe we'll get some other stuff added. If there's specifically something that you guys are looking for, uh, let us know like if you want t-shirts or hats or I don't know whatever it is yeah. uh, let us know because we'd love it and uh, we it would be awesome to yeah. see people supporting the logo I would like to I would guess I would guess it would start with minis or discs and then if successful we can branch out into like apparel yeah that's that, that takes a little bit it. more planning yeah 
Although I've got a decent connection with that. There we go. We're all set. Right. Uh, all the things. All the things. All the everythings. All. <laughs> um, also, if there's a graphic designer out there that has a that can whip us up a killer logo, um, the one that I made, I like and I'm happy with. But if somebody out there has got some other designs, or even not, you know, to replace the logo, but just some design ideas, uh, shoot them over to us. And yeah, if you know, we'd love to at least share them, if nothing else, you know, get them posted. But uh, if it's something that we can get put on some some uh, some merch, then that would be great too. So um, I like merch. Yeah, and I mean, with that. Uh, we're basically asking you guys to do, you know, the hard work. Somebody already made us a theme song, so that's pretty good. That was cool. I still yeah. like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked about that. So, uh, last thing today, uh, we're gonna talk about what do you do if uh, you you lose your favorite disc? Cry. <sighs> yeah, like it's it's a bummer. I lost. My favorite disc. The purple one? Yes. Grimace. How have, you, how have you been doing? Um, I've been, well, I've been in mourning, but uh, the sun shone again and the clouds came out and there was a oh. silver lining on the horizon because I was able to go to infinitedisc.com and use the code PROAMDG and save 10% on replacing all the multitude of discs that I lost. It's a rough week. At, uh, Spearfish and um, Jackson Park or whatever that one was. Jackson yeah. Park is not an easy. I shouldn't have lost this there, but Spearfish. Respectable. Yeah. Like they were gone. Um, and uh, saved myself some money. And they ship so fast. Mm-hmm. And they get to you so easy. And their selection is incredibly impressive. Like, and you get to see all of them? Yes. No, I, I, I could select the exact disc. Not, not just the plastic and the weight range but you can see it the actual disc and that stamp like is the one that came in the mail yeah that's awesome so i and i got it and i'm uh i'm happy i actually today was the first time that i went out through those discs so yeah and uh we got some love here uh, via instagram flow thrower i i'm guessing those six digits after flow thrower are your pdga number but i don't want to that's his, it. It's his Instagram portal so, or flow thrower. I, is that is that is a? It's his Instagram tag. Is flow thrower? Yeah, but read I'm ge- the whole thing. I'm guessing it's a PDG number, but I didn't look him up. So thanks, Prime Disc Golf, for hooking me up with putters. D line P twos is what he's got in the basket here. Everybody should listen to their podcast. They have great tips for players and know the sport. Give them a chance and earn a discount at Infinite Discs. Ends in less than a month, so act quick. You're right about all of that. Yeah, thank and you you're so awesome. much, and if we get enough response, then hopefully we can get another code that'll last, you know, that, that will keep us, you know, to go past July. So, yeah. Um, so tell your what did he get there? He got five. It might even be one, two, three. Looks like six D-line P2s. Nice. White. Oh, seven. There's another yellow. Wow. A bunch of DP2s. So just a stack of putters. Yellow with jelly beans and white with silver stamps. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's we awesome. only practice putters. That's incredibly awesome. Yeah, or you lose your favorite disc, or you want a basket. Oh, if ten uh, percent off on a basket's no joke. Do they? Like does it apply? I don't know. I think it does. That's awesome. It does not apply to like the mystery disc and the mystery swag things. Okay. I know that because I've, I've tried. You know, I've I've used those and I've used the code, but I think it's to pretty much all their merchandise. Hmm. So uh, try it out and let us know. But I think, yeah, yeah. if you're looking find for a basket. Out, find out what it's good on. Yeah, I mean, if it's a $500, well, how much is a basket? 400 bucks? Do they, even, do they have baskets on the website? I don't know. 
Does infinite sell? I, <laughs> do they sell baskets? I don't know. I'm looking. I don't think so. Okay. Oh, well, they, they have the hive basket. Okay. Is that one of theirs? It's like a little temp. Um, that looks like the only one. Oh, okay. But so. it's still a $120 basket. So that, I mean, that answers last week's question though, like what you would you do with 10 grand to infinite and you said buy new baskets. So I guess you're, unless you're going to put those hives in. <laughs> I mean, downgrade your baskets. It's a, good, it's a good little practice basket. No. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, not that you'd want to install 18 of them at a course. Probably not. But for like a basement or something, you could use them. Uh, I, it doesn't work on like, you know, registering for tournaments and stuff through them. I know that, but, um, I think it works on, uh, all their merchandise unless it specifically says it does not. So, but it's real easy. You just, when you go to your cart, there's an option down at the bottom to enter your discount code P R O A M D G and take, save 10% off. So there we go. Pretty killer. So, um, well, thank you guys for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Um, write into us proamdiscgolf at gmail.com, facebook.com slash proamdiscgolf on Instagram at proamdiscgolf. And, uh, we're also on Twitter as well. Um, but we don't really, I don't know. I think I might've mirrored our Instagram to our Twitter. I can't remember. Um, but Instagram is mostly where stuff's happening now. Yeah. I check so, it almost every day. Yeah. And, uh, we love hearing from you guys. Yeah. Right in Gmail. So, hit uh, up, hit up the Gmail, the Gmail. Yeah. I mean, without you guys, we, uh, I don't know that we could, you know, well, it would just be a more rambly episode. Yeah. And it's, it's fun to hear back. I don't care if it's something you did or something you want us to do or just disc yeah. golf talk. I like or that. just like, thanks guys for, for, you know, putting out a show. It is very flattering. It's incredibly like rewarding yeah. to hear that. So um, thank you all. I'm going to send out a special request right now, like a, uh, submission request for Heiser Theticals. Cause I'd like to do another Ooh. episode of Heiser Theticals, like an entire episode. So if you guys have got some Heiser Theticals, uh, send them our way. Um, if you're new to the show and you don't know what a hypothetical is, we have an episode called Hypotheticals, but it's a uh, hypothetical situation that's disc golf related. And if you want some examples, go listen to that episode, Hypotheticals. So uh, we're due for another one. Yeah, I'll come up with some. The more insane, the better. So, all right, guys, oh, thanks man. so much. Um, hopefully, we've we've got uh, maybe some guests coming up soon on episodes. So. <sighs> Yes, we're next not going to drop any names. Dun dun dun. But and it might just be us. But hopefully we've got some some guests coming in and uh we'll try to do more of that as as a uh, you know, it comes available. So um until next time, keep your own plastic. Cheers. Cheers.